And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy The Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. The Civil War was fought in 10,000 places, from Valverde, New Mexico, and Tullahoma, Tennessee, to St. Albans, Vermont, and Fernandina on the Florida coast. Men who had never strayed 20 miles from their own front doors now found themselves soldiers in great armies, fighting epic battles hundreds of miles from home. They knew they were making history, and it was the greatest adventure of their lives. You have a metal arm? That is awesome, dude. The war made some rich, ruined others, and changed forever the lives of all who lived through it. Actually, I promise I'm going to kick the hornet's nest a little bit on this, and so I think I have to just do my own little rant. And that there's a reason that this movie, after ten days, just made nine hundred twenty-four million dollars worldwide, and after fifty-two days, Batman vs Superman has made eight hundred and something million dollars, which, by any measure, is a successful box office movie. Right, but this movie, unlike that one, made me want to turn right back around and see it again four fucking times in a row if I could have. And I haven't got that with anything that DC's pumped out lately. <laughs> and I think that's just—it's the fun factor, man. I don't know why Marvel gets it so well and DC doesn't. I thought you were gonna say Fun Factory. Fun Factory. Play-Doh Fun Factory. Ooh. Fun Factory. They're the house of mouse. They're the fucking idea people and all that. And, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think it's a little bit of an elephant in the room that the, the, the parallels between those two movies are so obvious. But, I mean, you can just sort of let it, like, sit there next to each other. Yeah, the words about her bug me. I mean, because we've all seen them, and some of us have been involved in them. Right, right. But if you really wanted to just prove the point, all you'd have to do is put a little camera up on the wall of people yeah. walking out of either movie. Yeah. You would see what the the difference is. Yeah. Someone smiles. did that. You did see that on YouTube. No. Someone someone did that. They you can do it. They're out there on YouTube of uh, fan reactions to movies, and it is. It, it totally did, is that. Did, they, did they did they dub like music? <laughs> like I would do a biased one where I would du- like dub like schlumpy dumpy music onto the people walking out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Now I wish I don't know if I got to say it to your virtual face, dear Scott, but I wish I had you know the strength of your convictions of. If, knowing just from reading, just and, bowing out. Yeah, and not patronizing a property when I know that they're not doing what I want with a character, and I'm just what a do you lot. Mean of, patronizing? You patronized what? Heaven is real, or? Well, right. What the hell but, was the name of that movie? Well, but yeah, I'm. I'm an <laughs> it was enab- a great movie, though. I'm an enabler of certain X-Men movies. I feel because they're not <laughs> treating the characters the way I like, and, and you know, even the Spider-Man slapping them around a little bit. Yeah. 
and you know, I do. I I'll, I will go to a shitty movie now that I know is going to be shitty, like <laughs> B versus S, for the sake of doing this little hobby that you guys have got me hooked on. Or the Fantastic but, uh, Four. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I like that movie. I'm I'll still shop. waiting on that media masochist. I, I, I haven't I, seen it yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, me and me and Sarah did a, a podcast. You know, we saw the Fantastic Four, so you don't have to podcast. I uh, actually the Fantastic. <laughs> The Fantastic Four makes Batman versus Can't Superman look like Shakespeare. I, <laughs> no, you know what? I, I don't know if I can even agree with that, Chris. <laughs> I actually enjoyed, I think, more of Fantastic Four than I did <laughs> before Ooh. his ass. It's oh, about, my God. It's oh. about an equal race to the bottom. Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess no one's, gonna, it, no one's brave enough to jump on that rant with me, huh? Well, uh, no, I mean, that, like I said, it just sort of sits there. You know, it's like, could, could could I go over there and be like, hey, look at this and then look at this. And this is why this is this when it's just so, so glaringly obvious and, and box office. Yeah, wh- wh- whatever. It's not I just don't think of it as sports. It's all about the experience yeah. of it. And, and I don't begrudge anyone that likes DC yeah. style and stuff. But it's I just D- feel like it's DC is not Marvel, though. It's not this yeah. entity. It's like licensed. It's 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 movie company. It's Warner Brothers. Yeah. You know? So it's just sort of this movie company. That's but it's not, the people that get out in front of it and, and try it's to justify just another it. As, mo- it's just another movie. It's just storytelling that you don't get, that you don't understand. It's like, well, then you shouldn't be in the movie making business. Warner Brothers has <laughs> got their Oscar movies that they want to get. You know, they've got their balance of movies that they want to make money on them, and their and their their blockbuster summer movies are, you know. We need, we want the, they want the huge returns on them, and they just they make them differently. Than Marvel does. Marvel, Marvel are the Marvel are the little pig that built their house of stone and masonry, <laughs> rather yeah. than they 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 took the time and took extra time and planned it out in the long term. Not one movie, not two movies, you know, they five or six movies in a row. They knew what was going to go on. And they worked out a, a way to do it, and then they like did a good job of pulling it off. Whereas Warner Brothers is gonna, you know, I mean, if if they don't, if the the whole DC superhero things doesn't pay off, they'll just stop doing it for ten years, and then they'll just try doing it again, you know. And and hopefully better than just trying to either pay lip service to the past or create something so far different for the future that it turns off a significant amount of the fan base. Uh, Marvel's somehow been able to juggle to both. I mean, the, the problem I have with Warner brothers is the kind of a, it's kind of some cinematic snobbery a little bit. They're out there chasing directors. They're chasing the Chris Nolan, Zack Snyder, love him or hate him. He's a name that people know. And they're going from a directorial standpoint where Marvel's got, Got the story. It's got Kevin Feige kind of overseeing, or whatever you say, how you say his name, overseeing the whole thing. And you kind of have almost kind of staff directors doing all these movies. Mm-hmm. So, and they're just, there's a more unified vision at the top. And yeah. Warner Brothers doesn't have that. And I don't think they've shown any interest in that until uh, until B- until af- the aftermath of BVS. Yeah. And I think it might take, I, I mean, if they want to do it, 
they they have to do what Marvel did and they have to really buckle down and and think it out and work and they they have the infrastructure to do it with the TV shows oh. and stuff like that but they you know they I I if I were DC what I would do is they've got some successful TV shows and I mean the flat the flash is going to be a movie but I hear that it's not going to be related to the TV show actors writers no, anything it'll no, be like not. it'll be like 3 seasons into TV flash by the time we even get it yeah I would you're never going to be able to sell me on another I cinematic mean if, flash with Grant Gustin in the week. well I mean if they if they translated the <laughs> TV shows into movies like Star Trek did and wow. really and really and brought some of the writers from the TV show maybe if they got a big director but bring the writers in to keep the feel of the the show and bring it into the large scale of a movie and stuff they would probably do a lot better cuz they would have a uh, already built and acknowledged and beloved character <laughs> to work and characters with. that actors that have worked together for right stuff. right like right. marvel has it would be a, a shorthand way of doing it that you can't take a shortcut to yeah but i mean you get actors on the level of you know ben affleck and henry cavell did what they could with what was written you know i mean well, both really I mean, good actors but I'm glad to see at this point I think Goyer is gone. So from from yeah. from a film, yeah, I'm hope, God, I'm hoping him, God. BVS was full of Goyerisms, including the the mashed uh, storyline. The I mean, there was a, method of storytelling. Right. I there was a, there was a lot of talk about Chris Terrio's script, this and that, and this and that. But I think it, I I only think uh, Chris Terrio worked on kind of just redid what uh, parts, I think right. I think yeah he worked on his buddies on Affleck's parts and said hey man I'm gonna keep you <laughs> yeah keep you insulated right. a little bit here just just for so, the sake of I'm just, curious and terrified at where he goes next I I I think the 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 Affleck Batman movie could be has a lot of potential I think he yeah. was the best Batman but, I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad. I'm curious about that. It looks it looks interesting. I'm curious to see. It's I'm I'm reserving. It looks like it's getting fiddled with. Look, I mean, I'm it easy. Looks fun. I, I like Man of Steel. I like well, I like the concept of what they were going to do. I didn't have a problem with them Nolanizing Superman. And as oh. it's Gardner stayed out from from the get go because he just wasn't down with that concept of it. I absolutely respect that, and I would He's love to pure. see. I want someone to make Scott Gardner Superman again. Absolutely, it's true. like. It's like um, you. It's I would like, not complain if I saw him again. It's no. like he doesn't have that film that we can't wipe off ourselves. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> man, no it, how we scrub. If but, it was ever time to do the anagram universe, it's like the MCU <laughs> is is a universe that has been set up for a character like Superman. From Superman an art- could exist in the MCU without any problem at all, and DC has just been unwilling to fucking build that universe for some reason. I, I from an artistic point of Warner view, Warner Bros. is too scary. Yeah, from 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 an artistic- considering they're watching Marvel print money by doing that, <laughs> I don't understand what they're uh, Malgram. I think the it. failure Thank of Green Lantern scared the shit out of them. Thank you, English teacher. They gotta build Dave. a new factory to print money like Marvel, though. But I mean, I from <laughs> as an art artistic point of view, I I I kind of like can understand what Warner Brothers is trying to do. They're like, we want to bring this. We'll, we want to grab like. The premier directors of genre stuff, but that—that's the problem. Is they thought David Goyer and Zack Snyder 
were somehow premier. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they were They've had success. They fooled a lot of people. They, they, they had. They, I mean, they had movies that, that were three. Like Zack Snyder's got three hundred and Watchmen under his belt. Yeah, and Watchmen was one of those like nobody will ever make this movie. Oh, hey, he kind of pulled it off okay, or whatever. But it made a shit ton of money and got a lot of press, and so they thought this guy. You know, he's some sort of visionary director. Maybe people will appreciate him in 10 years. But he can, he, can, he can put a comic book on the screen, but don't ask him to give you a good story. Right. Yeah, that's and, it, man. And, and David Goyer can't put a comic book on screen or give you a good story. Yeah. So well, you but, should never hire. They should. Uh, they they fell too they, much in love with him from the Batman movies. Uh, I'm glad he's gone. You know, they're not invested in the genre. They don't don't know what a good genre movie or a bad genre movie is. So they're just like, oh, this guy was on a movie that made a lot of money, okay, and got a lot of good press from it. So we'll grab him, you know. And it seems like it would. I, I, like, I'm trying to remember the director's name. He was a crazed 60s and 70s director, and his movies always got terrible reviews, and they were always visually, visually crazy and Huey stuff. Ball? Hmm. Yui Ball. No, um, he did the one movie with Anthony Perkins as a killer priest with a with a razor dildo and Kate. Um, what the hell? Thank yeah. you, Dr. Google. A dozen movies. Liz Domania is one of his movies. Can we go oh, back and blow it on Civil the, War? The director of Tommy. Right. Yeah. Oh. Um, I have Tommy right next to me. Hold on. Russell. Kurt, Ken, Ken Russell. Ken Russell. Yeah. yeah they, thought they, they thought they were hiring Ken Russell and that people will appreciate it 20 years down the line. <laughs> when, in fact, I'll be mocking it. <laughs> That's what you do. I don't know. Okay, I guess rant off. Uh, you know, I mean, it was good to get it out of our system. Actually, I, I do want to ask Scott Garner because I, I know you probably said this on another podcast somewhere, Scott, that I haven't heard. I apologize for that. But when did you decide, basically, that you were going to jump on the Man of Steel universe and didn't want to see that version of Superman at all? Uh, when the trailers came out. <laughs> the trailers totally did it, yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought the trailers were pretty... I was excited after the trailers. You you didn't do the third Batman movie either, right? You no, haven't I seen... didn't even want to do the first almost, two. So right. I wish I didn't do the third I Batman did like movie. the first bat, two Batman movies. That, that bad, was but... part of it, too, was... Uh, oh, yeah, God, I, you know, I, I don't... I really don't want to get into this whole thing again. It's just... It, it, it's, it's, it's as simple as this. Um, we're going to give him an annual... Marvel, Marvel's giving me everything I want, and DC's giving me nothing that I want. And it's as simple as that. If, I mean, it, it really, that's what it boils down to. Well, my and is, it, it's it's just a simple matter of, you know, I, I've been simple burned matter of planting so, your feet like a tree and saying, <laughs> yeah, it really is. I mean, I've been burned so move, badly move. lately by things that I used to love. You know, everything from from Tron to Batman to Superman to Star Trek to Star Wars, and I'm just sick of it. And so I have made a conscious decision that if they're going to continue to produce crap that I don't want to see. I'm not going to support it. Period. My question and is: I, I think that's just the easiest decision for for me personally. I, and I'm happy no. to give crazy money to the people, you know, Marvel, 
that are giving me what I want. And this movie, Civil War, is precisely what I want out of my comic book movies. I want to go. I want to geek out. I want to scream and jump up and down and feel like a five-year-old and and be thrilled and and have a just a, a damn fun time. And that's what I did with this. So, you know, they can charge me every you know whatever they want to for yeah. that experience. Right. But I, right. I, 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 you know, I won't pay anything to go and sit in a movie that is just going to insult me, which is what I feel like. Uh, you know the latest uh, DC projects. If I had given them the time of day, that's all. At the end of the day, that's all it was going to do was insult me and piss me off. And I'm tired of being pissed off. You know, I'm tired of it's, being pissed off about things that I should love. We like is, the happier you much your, better. Your hatred. <laughs> my my question for you is: Is your hatred of the DC movies and and the way that they treat the characters because you have the comic book history, or just because it's the movies themselves? Because before I started hanging out with you boys, I couldn't tell you who was Marvel or who was DC. But if you put a man in a unitard, I'm going to pay my money to go watch it. Well, um, I mean, I think, you know, Superman, you don't need to know that he's DC. You don't need to know anything about him. I, yeah. I think even the most cursory, uh, you know, the person with the most cursory experience with Superman can still tell you who he is. Well, well, Harley, and I think that most sensible that people be. can look at the the Superman that's being presented in the current movies and realize, you know, that's not really the guy. You know, he might kind of look like him, and the this uniform might be kind of similar, but that that's not really the guy. I and that's at, my problem with it is I, that when you're not presenting the the true form of this character, I, I'm just not interested at that point. You don't. There's certain things you don't do, you know, you, you don't wipe your ass with, you know, the, the Declaration of Independence, you know, you, you, yeah. you don't, Oops. you know, you know, there's certain things that have to be sacred. <clears throat> Superman to me is one of those things. He's quintessentially American. You know, he's well, a he's a part of our history and our heritage and our culture. And to take that character and feel the need to dirty him up and sully him up to, to sell movie tickets that's disgraceful. That, well, and somebody at DC should just be flat friggin' ashamed of themselves that that's where they're going, that they're selling that to kids. Don't worry, I think they know. Point. <laughs> I, 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 I was. I just got. Was at a secondhand store and picked up this book called Superman at Fifty. Yeah, the back Ooh, cover of it. It's got a Harlan Ellison quote where he's like, there's five characters that everybody that are known anywhere in the globe you go. And it's Superman, Mickey Mouse, Sherlock, Tarzan. Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, Tarzan, Tarzan. Who was the other one? Peter Pan. Oh, no, it was Robin Hood. Oh, Robin Hood. That's right. Yeah. And and he was basically, you know, all the works of Shakespeare, all those characters, they, you know, that, yeah. you know, they're not worth anything compared to these guys because these guys have are iconic human globally yeah you know isotypes or whatever and superman is is the symbolic representation of the the best that we could be the the the, right. best, the best right. aspects of humanity and that's right, what he it, it, and that's does. why everybody in the world can go that's superman you know and it's you feel more it's that way about thing. Peter Parker and Spider-Man in 20 minutes than you do in 
four hours of Superman movies recently. That's right. the saddest right. part of it. Well, that's 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 the thing <laughs> is is Batman versus Superman was probably what like a half hour longer than than um than this movie. It yeah. had less less characters in it, even though it was also a superhero stew. And when less you character. think about what happened in the movie and what happened to the characters in their quote unquote arcs, and, and then can't. you take There's it nothing right, and then you <laughs> take this movie, and it's all there, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah you know. Yeah, hopefully they'll get some good writers in there. Yeah, that would hurt. All. All right. Actually, Batman v Superman was four minutes longer. Four? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, actually... Um, that's even sadder in a way. <laughs> um, X-Men Origins Wolverine, uh, here's a little comparison. Um, that movie receives a lot of crap. And one of the biggest um, slights against the movie was everyone hated Deadpool in that movie. And they hated how he was represented, um, the design form, and um, the and now we have we had every everything yeah, about what, how he was presented. How he, yeah, exactly. And now we have the Deadpool movie, and everyone loves it because it's Deadpool perfectly represented on screen as he should be. And um, I don't know who can agree, um, but I see the recent DC Batman and Superman very similarly to how the detractors from X-Men Origins Wolverine viewers see Deadpool, how all the haters right. see him. Mm-hmm. I actually yeah. like that movie, but I can agree that the Deadpool in that is not what people wanted. By the end of the movie, he could be, and that's what people say about Man of Steel, he could be that Superman by the end of the movie, the Superman that we want. Because mm-hmm. Deadpool, by the end of the movie, his mouth is broke open in the uh, in the. Uh, That's great. I want to see Superman sequence. within fifteen minutes of the Superman movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't have to wait till the end or the thing. sequel. Here's the thing: I'm already seeing him in my head before I walk into the movie. Right. And it's that's I mean, and it's a fairly common picture of him, and it's yeah. like, you know, to me, you could take a dark sideline on Superman in a comic, but when you're presenting stuff in a movie, unless you're putting a Superman movie out every year, you should probably go iconic. Right. <laughs> you should probably go for what everybody in in the world will go. That's my that's my guy right there. That's him. Here he comes. You now know. that we've had the now that we've had the fixed version of Deadpool come out where they, they messed up, they made it bad Deadpool, people didn't like it. Now we have the quote unquote correct version of Deadpool are we now going to see the quote-unquote correct version of Superman and Batman on screen? Uh, it's hard to say. It depends on who gets Maybe their I'll, hands I'd up. I'd love to the, see it. Maybe I'll come back to life with the right personality. These yeah. two, I mean, the, the nerd universe is going to war over these two for a while, but, I mean, they bear comparison, even though a lot of people say they don't, um, because they're the same movie, essentially. They're the same themes. And um, so it's just kind of... You know, too much power in the hands of these ultra-powerful beings. A bad guy manipulating superheroes to fight each other. Yeah, I mean... And, after, in, the yeah. After, after, in the aftermath of, you know, destruction that makes right. the world make cautious about them. We're never very clear on why Luther's got to bug up his ass about it. I, um, you know, I mean, I think I think that kind of thing, if, if they were both churning out, like, great movies, and still, even so, DC's still making some money... That's the kind of thing 
it's it's a rivalry and it's the kind yeah. of thing that could potentially benefit both of them you know really just publicity wise but I, mean, oh, I think the reason Beavers is there's a significant chunk of the box office first days of B versus S that were just as easily generated by the bad press it had gotten than the good you know press because <laughs> we're, we're nerds we gotta have to go see other than the noble Mr. Gardner here we some of us still have to go see how bad it is because <laughs> we're masochists like that. Scott should well, have I a mean, nerd counseling service. I, I don't know. Scott makes me, you know, feel. I don't. I, I, I realized for I'm a seven years it was called Two True Freaks. I got, I, <laughs> I, well, if they make a, a Captain Caveman fucking movie, I'll be there. You know, Ooh, yeah. I'm there, Captain Caveman. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> as long as he's got the Teen Angels with him. Chris, yeah. we need they make a Captain Caveman movie. You better try out for it, man. You better go to the casting call because I would, I would pay to see that. <laughs> done and done, you know. I grow up my back hair a little, a little longer. I could pull a dinosaur well, out. No, it's going to be a motion capture eventually. But <laughs> CGI physics for hair has not come far enough yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about the practical effects. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I just, I just like to stay. I, you know, when going to a Superman or the Superman versus Batman, I don't have the emotional investment that that Scott Gardner has. So I can I can go to it and go like, okay, let me watch this train crash. But I don't want to watch that train crash if my grandmother's in it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's Somebody not- else's grandmother. Hey, mash him up, man. <laughs> Well, that, that's right down to is an emotional investment. Yeah. Um, I'm a DC fanboy through and through. I started with DC. I do like Marvel. I enjoy I enjoy all comic books to one level or another. But I will have the Superman's my emotional investment. Right. I have, have a, the, and there's, they got they got get the iconicness. They got to get the the zygos of him correct. Um, and the big thing then in, um, in BVS was he was stupid. Paul and I both had the same yeah. qualms. He was oh, my favorite so stupid. My favorite quote from that from the group discussion of it was you, and you go, he would have smelled that piss in a second. <laughs> yeah, he would have. I'm like, that's really like funny, but that's actually 100% true. He would have been like, why is there a jar of piss sitting there? Right, and but, why? Why we were asking the question? Why is there a jar of piss standing there? Is is another question, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's uh, but in the comparison is is um, and oh yeah, the giant jar of piss in in Civil War too. I mean, that's that's kind of was obvious, wasn't it? I missed that. What? Oh, what? Was it labeled Granny's Sweet Tea? Yeah, it was a plot (laughs) element in both movies. (laughs) I thought Mother's named uh, Martha was. It's a cutscene with the the vision. You guys aren't going to believe it. Maybe it's the Gotham City in me, and we just have a bad history with freaks dressed like clowns. Two True Freaks was brought to you today by the Monster Club Milan, Italy. And by That's the letters right. F and U. 
If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com. 2TrueFreaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes. You can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening, and join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan, on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.